0: Stanford Steve and the Bear is presented by Allstate. Save money like a champion with Allstate's new lower auto rates. Visit Allstate.com or call an agent for a quote today. Championship savings for the win.
1: The underdog is howling. Stanford Steve and the Bear. Ah, yes, a home team getting points. What's better than that? Welcome in week five. Where week five brings you the opportunity to take Vanderbilt, minus 14 and a half, who has one win. An 0-4 Florida State team, minus four and a half. And of course, winless Ohio, minus nine and a half in the Mac. What world are we in, Bear? They're still not believers in some of these teams. I will say, and I think this is a theme that might carry on through the whole pod. All those teams that are horrendous. Are at home? Do you buy the value of home? Now we have home crowds back in 2021.
0: No, because it it leads me to my my my, one of my would you rather's here. Would you rather take Minnesota plus two and a half, fresh off of a 31 point being a 31 point favorite and losing to Bowling Green, or would you rather take Troy? plus seven fresh off of losing as a 24-point favorite to UL Monroe? Or would you rather attend UConn at Vanderbilt or Ohio at Akron?
1: Attend, a lot of choices there. Attend UConn-Vanderbilt because it's in Nashville. That's, 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 that's it. Right. That's okay. it. I don't I, have I any, don't have any say. No traffic going in and out of the game. I'm in a big city. I got <laughs> options to watch other games around that 730 kick. In Nashville, I believe that's Eastern. Um, it's, it's pretty sick, though, that you brought up a lot of the games uh, that I have circled I want to talk about. I will say you talk about a roller coaster of emotions last week. Uh, I believe I gave up nine picks on this pod last week. Started great. We were both on uh, Syracuse Friday night and then being at kids' soccer games and seeing Minnesota go for it on their own 20-yard line as a 31-point favorite. Will make me never believe in rowing the boat again. So then the whole day gets flooded. And I waited. I waited because I knew it was going to happen. And I waited, I think, until the roadrunners pulled off the upset to go on the old bird and check out what people were saying. And, of course, it was just comments about Minnesota. So Mm -hmm. to everyone that wanted to do that, that's great. But we went 7-2 and last week on the pod. We'll take it. Uh, Moving on. There are still some teams, when you look at the calendar, that are going on the road for the first time to play true road games in over in over all you know basically two years. And at the top of the list is everybody's favorite story so far, Arkansas. We also have Ole Miss, and we also have Oklahoma. It's a scenario where every team has their own old miss is circling this game. They've been saying Lane said he's been circling this game. I'm sure Nick Saban had this game circled after they walked <laughs> off the field last year, giving up how many points they gave. Um, but when you look at those three, I feel like I know what I'm getting best out of those three with Arkansas. How about you?
0: In terms of the teams traveling on the road? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah I, I agree with you. I, 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 think, I think you do know what you're getting getting the most out of. because I, I think they have the two best wins out yeah. of anybody, and, and they do have that neutral site win. Over an A and M, and you do kind of know the the DNA and the makeup of those teams. Where with, with Ole Miss, we think their defense is improved. They've shown, I think, that they are, but we just don't know. With Oklahoma, I have no idea. The offense is a mess. The defense has played well, but West Virginia should have beat them last week. That procedure penalty was a killer, Ugh. and I still don't. And I still don't know why Green didn't play more in the second half. And now you're going to to Kansas State, a team coming off of a a loss where they look terrible in the second half, but they beaten them the last couple of times they played as twenty plus point dogs, and it'll be I'll be curious to see if they if they're able to run the ball and if they're able to kind of do the things up front. Look, Oklahoma's offensive line has problems. I think Spencer Rattler hasn't been good. Uh, it's just bizarre that they, they don't even try and like establish the run anymore. They used to have backs where you knew you were going to be able to get a good mixer. They're, they're such a, a pass heavy team right now. I don't know if that'll work against, uh, against Kansas State this week. We'll, we'll, we'll see. But I agree with you. Of those three, the team I know the most about is Arkansas. But at the same time, as it applies to, to Arkansas and all Miss, what, what you were referencing before was just be careful. Because, mm-hmm. like you said, we are still taking a team going on the road in a true road game for the first time this year. And oh, by the way, they're playing the two best teams in college football. That's my uh, PG-13 warning for, for taking the underdogs plus the points in these two games.
1: That's what I want to say, because what I know I'm getting is Arkansas. Like when you look at the roster, you look at the super seniors on defense. I mean, they got some serious guys on that defense that have played a lot of football. I believe there's a couple that have played for three head coaches in Fayetteville. So I think I know what I'm getting best out of Arkansas in those three aspects. But I think if I had to take any one of those three against the spread, and it pains me to say it, but it might be Oklahoma because of who they're playing. I think Kansas State, you know, hit their max. I know they came back and sort of made it a game. Oklahoma State played a game for the second straight week without scoring and still winning and still covering.
0: How do you do that? You don't (laughs) score in the second half and you win and cover both games.
1: It's crazy. I feel like Kansas State has as maxed out. Howard got hurt; he was coming in and out. It's—I I, mean—it's like the old days where where quarterbacks coming in and quarterbacks coming out with Kansas State. I still can't give double digits on the road in a conference game. We know how Oklahoma struggled against Kansas State, and I think that has a lot a lot to do with it up front. Arkansas, you are going on the road. It is—you know—I think I saw Kirby out there saying, "Please." Uh, all, all. No offense to our friends at Game Day, but get inside the stadium, which I think you guys will be in the stadium, right? We'll be inside for, the anyway last, for the last hour for the last hour of the game. So yeah, we're good. How does now? Herbie will be at the desk and then go up to the booth. How, yes. How, all right. Yeah, he he'll
0: be he'll be on the uh, the set for the for the show and. How's that entourage
1: him? getting him up the stairs into the elevator?
0: Oh, mess, train, yeah, mess total mess 18, 18 18 security people pointing in different directions and d brown holding his bag just, and then, you know, and, then
1: and then you just put the hat on like the end of thomas crown affair and just find your way right over the bus and get comfortable for exactly comfortable i, for I, a I,
0: I <laughs> mark my tracks from when we when we go into the stadium okay the game truck's over there okay they'll go that way and i'll just kind of make my way on in and nice and nice and leisurely. this is how i get back to the truck very good Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. What's what the poster said? See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Do you want to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Rated PG-13.
1: Uh, interesting weeknight games. Your Hurricanes. Your Hurricanes yep. giving five... We know what Virginia's done the last couple of weeks and just getting demolished on the defensive side. I don't think I want to give five. If anything, I would look at the over-under and maybe lean the over in that game. Miami's coming basically off a week off uh, against the old Blue Devils from hard-hitting New Britain, Connecticut. What did that end up, 69-nothing? I think it was I, – I, I
0: missed. I stopped. I yeah. I think stopped. it was,
1: yeah. think it was 50, 50-something that uh, half. Miami, uh plenty has been made uh since you guys dove in on mm-hmm. game day. The mindset. Do you expect a good effort out of Miami? Third yeah, I
0: do. I don't think it's been a bit an effort maybe an execution deal and maybe a talent deal at certain positions an execution deal? Like nothing that was said. I mean, should really be like breaking news for, for anybody people that have followed Miami's mm-hmm. program for a while it, it's it was just kind of like the quiet part was said out loud. If they inside the athletic department wanted to take exception to some of that um, and, and come out and say, Hey, here's what we're doing. It's not true. Good. You should have done it sooner because the fans have been saying that, that stuff for, for the last couple of years, people always, Oh, you should have said this on TV. When as you know, you can't just like, Oh, i give, give me another four minutes to go to, to talk about, like yeah. the season and stuff, you get producers <laughs> in your ear. Like what I said on Twitter the other day is is still true. As bad as everything has been, as terrible as they've been with, with, with drop passes and poor tackling, the ACC record still reads zero and zero. Yeah, And the, and the, and the ACC is as open as it's been for 10 years you haven't played any games in North Carolina now it looks potentially winnable I think you get Virginia Tech at home they could still reach the ACC championship game and if they want to use what Kirk and I brought up on Saturday as kind of a, a motivational point to, to get them going good we're happy to, to serve that up but I mean nothing was said out of like out of like wanting anybody fired or like hating Miami it was the people that were telling me, the stuff about the football team or the basketball team. It, it's not like, like go canes.com backslash football message board. It, yeah. It's people that I've known for 30 years who were there when, with me, when Sam Jackovich was there and, and they were, and they were had, had everything in order. So we weren't just throwing message board and you when you out there, but by the way, you said the over it would what yeah. interest. What's interesting here is like the last three games between these two teams, mm-hmm. 33, 26, and 29 combined points in those three games. So they've been defensive type of games, but I I, I don't see that this year no. at all. <laughs> no. Virginia's defense Virginia's defense is awful. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think Brennan Armstrong will have a ton of success as well uh, against Miami. The curious thing with Miami is I wonder what way they go in terms of who they play. As much as it kills me to say it because I respect the hell out of the kid for what he's been through and coming back and the injuries he's had, Derek King just doesn't look like the same player. Yeah. And it, it sucks. Like, I wonder if they kind of play Van Dyke and some of the younger players to kind of get them experience for, for next year and knowing that they have the, the support and the backing of the administration. With, with, at the same time, if you got a chance to reach the dollar game with him, who knows? So it's, it's a weird situation I think they have now in terms of giving up the playing time. If you had to make one bet on someone to win the ACC championship, who would it be? I've struggled with this. Uh, Every time I I think I'm going to say one team, I say, no, really? And then I say someone else and like, really? No, it can't be that. So what do you think?
1: It's a great question. Plenty of people have chimed in this week about how they love Boston College. You know, this week, you know, catching all those points at Clemson. I think I still would have to lean Clemson. I still think they have a smart enough heads to figure out how to how to become successful uh, on offense. Watching that last week, there's guys open. Uh, Uwe Youngalele is just not executing. Uh, you mm-hmm. combine that with the inability to run the football, and it's it's not great. And now you look at the injuries on the defensive line where the two best defensive tackles are out. Skalski got dinged up again, who was playing, I believe I saw, in his 60th game. That is insane. When you think about how many games he's played, and you wonder how Danny Ford,
0: Danny Ford's probably really proud after signing him, <laughs> signing him way back when, <laughs> seeing that he's still hanging around.
1: Uh, and it's not saying much to win that conference. I think I would still have to just knowing the road they have. I love what Wake Forest is about. I, I think they're in it in a in the old. Uh, isn't this the Wakey Leaks game, Louisville, this week? Yes. Right? Yes, it yeah. is. Back at, um, back at Grove Luke, Stadium, Louisville, a little which is what I always call it. Yes. Wake uh, Forest is the
0: team I want to see win the ACC. Yes, if it can't no be, if it
1: can't be, if I it want to see Boston my... College win it because yeah. that would give me an absolute winner on our season win total. <laughs> but um, I, I think the most capable when you look if at it can't
0: be my if it can't be my alma mater. I want it to be Wake Forest.
1: Okay. All right, I, I I can roll with you on that one. We also another Friday night action in the Big mm-hmm. Ten. Snake what's, Pit will what, be rocking.
0: What's the agenda that you and the you and the tall man have for Friday? I know you're going.
1: Oh yeah, I'll be there bright and early. We did a pod Monday night. Uh, Travis did a great job getting that out Tuesday morning. There was talks about the gates weren't going to open until four o'clock because Maryland students have to go to class on Friday. No one sure goes they do to class. Sure they do. No sure one do. goes to class on Friday. We all know about the Beltway traffic issues and how it backs right on the campus here. So they have moved the gates up to 3 o'clock. I will be leaving my house around 2.30 to get on campus, and we will be taking it all in. Could be a little nip in the air for an 8 o'clock kick. Yeah, down maybe around 48, 49 degrees, which plays right in the Iowa's favor. But that line stinks. I still think – I mean, Iowa is – One of a kind. I'll just say that. I mean, last week against Colorado State, they come out sluggish, get the turnover to start the second half, boom, get the lead, and then they suffocate you, and that's what happens. They've lived off of getting takeaways. Uh, We saw that on the road in Ames. Um, So when you look at the other side, you look at Maryland, and you look at Leah, he's been phenomenal. Um, 76% of his passes. I do think Maryland has the goods. To frustrate Iowa and what you need in that, you know, in that side zone game with the jet sweeps and the outside zone and get misdirection going and get some naked bootlegs. I've said it all year. They have NFL guys at the skill positions. Now, can you execute it against that methodical Iowa defense? That's another thing. You know, the Iowa defense is going to travel. Stay away from me. I'm really fired up to see the game. I get to watch the best center in the land in Lindenburg up front on the sideline, which I'm I'm fired up for. I can't wait. Uh, But it's just stay away. The three and a half, it was four, I believe it opened. Um, So if Maryland plays well, they can win this thing. There's no doubt in my mind they can. If they can, this is a big spot. A couple of years back, same scenario. Undefeated Penn State came in. I believe it ended 59-0. It was (laughs) 28-0 at the end of the first quarter. Now I will say this: Iowa team doesn't have that fi- Penn State no. firepower. No, um, no, they do not. But does Maryland have the patience offensively? And uh, that—that—that's the kicker in that game. But it should be a good one to watch uh, for sure.
0: I would lean towards taking the points, uh, but there, there, there's clearly one intangible here that is keeping me from doing it, and that's the black cloud that will be in attendance as well. And, and, you who, know, I don't think you know oh. who we're talking about. This individual also was at the West Virginia game and left before the Terps wound up taking the lead and pulling and pulling away in the second half. So the person was not present
1: in Ooh. the stands
0: for, for the win. They had to leave and go to an event that night. And this uh, person will be back this Friday. So that does concern me because this person is the original mush. But at the same time, well, Iowa's defense has been great. And I think you certainly have to give them credit for what they've done. But you got to look at who they play. They have played teams that are 92nd, 86th, 62nd, and 42nd in total offense. And Kent State is the team that's 42nd. Those numbers are bolstered uh, by the fact that they played VMI. This is clearly a dynamic Maryland offense, uh, one that I think is going to give Iowa problems. And if they do, I wonder if – Pete, they they will be able to rely on Petrus's arm uh, to try and go score for score with Maryland. So uh, I would lean towards taking the points, but I ultimately would be with you. Uh, this is that one that I would make a big play on, but I know people are going to want to play it on yeah. Friday night for, for sure. So I would I'd lean towards or maybe you just play Maryland plus uh, on the money line and and you do it that way. Guess it, it, it could be also one of those Maryland wins outright or gets the doors
1: blown off. I think it would really benefit Iowa if they started fast and they had a lead early in this game, Yeah. Um, which gets us to your game. Noon kickoff in Athens. We touched on it. Arkansas plus 18 and a half. 48 and a half is the over-under against Georgia. And, you know, you mentioned it. First true road game for the Razorbacks. It's been awesome. They play. I mean, Pittman's just said all along, I want my teams to have more effort and you watch the tape and you, that's all you see. You just see that team playing their butts off week in and week out. To me it's about the Georgia offense. I've 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 seen it against lower competition. If they're going to cover this number, they got to score. Do you believe in the Georgia offense with JT Daniels?
0: I do. And not only JT Daniels, but here's a uh, would you rather? Would you rather Tommy Tremble or Brock Bowers? <laughs>
1: oh man, it is. I, I got to go with my man Tremble. Now they just got rid of the the other tight end in Carolina, Darnold. You saw him get a jet sweep for a touchdown. He had a big third down catch in that Thursday night game. Plus, he's rocking the eighty two now in the NFL level. Tommy Tremble is okay. is like a god to me, man. I love that kid. <laughs> I'm so happy for him in that Carolina squad. Of, of I jumped on the bandwagon. Uh, it, with with the with the additions to the roster, knowing the, the guys on that coaching staff, uh, I'm really rooting for that team. So Tommy Tremble is at the highest okay. of all uh, players for me right now okay. in the sport at both levels. But Bowers is is pretty darn impressive. True freshman bear, true yeah. freshman, true
0: freshman. First play of the game, they're going to throw it
1: to him. game. First play of the game, there you go, true freshman. We're good. Welcome in.
0: <laughs> and, and the thing is, they. They they're probably going to get Washington back this week too. Like, yeah. What do you do then? I mean, I'm sure there'll be some interesting uh, some formations when you when you get him line him up and stretch him out or something. Be interesting.
1: Mm. And just on the other side with Arkansas, like they've benefited the most. You mentioned the two wins, but they have absolutely jump started those games, getting the big play against A with the 85 yard touchdown pass. And then, you know, doing their thing against Texas and getting the turnovers early and jumping on them and and making them play their style. I do think the Arkansas defense, you know, does travel. 18 and a half is a lot, but we know what the Georgia defense is capable of. I do think they can, you know, present plenty of problems. It's a stay away for me. I hate to say it, but it's a stay away for me. I really just want to see it because I want to see Arkansas in this environment.
0: It is for me as well. This is an example of one of those games. It's on the board. Should be a great game. Watch it. Learn a lot uh, about both teams. But I, I don't have a feel for this. Just to be contrarian, I would I would lay the points here, okay, and, and lay the points in, in, in Tuscaloosa as well. But it, it's nothing that that I have a a real super strong feel with, especially here uh, in Athens, because the the way the the, the way is, is Georgia going to want to. Embarrass Pittman as well. I don't think they're going to want to embarrass him. So like, I, I, I can see Arkansas uh, maybe getting, maybe potentially getting a backdoor if, if need be. But I, I don't have a, a super strong feel on this game other than throwing Georgia in a money line parlay at a big number to try and just do that.
1: All right. <laughs> Sorry. Um, Sorry.
0: Sorry. I know that's not terrific analysis, but no, it's, we'll it's get we'll I get deal. to it because something that I feel great about.
1: There's also a noon game that I do like in, in a pick this week that'll be official for me in the column on the pod, and it's a line that plenty of people have checked into that says that's their, that's it's their stinkiest line of the week. It's Wisconsin. They're minus one at home in Madison against undefeated I Michigan.
0: Game. I love this game. 43 and I a half is your
1: total. I'm going to go with the Badgers. I know it's been ugly. We look at the turnovers. Wisconsin, nine this year. Michigan, zero. But when I look into this, Bear, Wisconsin gave up nine yards rushing to Notre Dame last week. Nine, okay? They're averaging giving up 23 rush yards a game. What does Michigan want to do? Run the ball. Last week, they only ran for 112 against Rutgers, and that includes only getting two first downs in the second half. I think Wisconsin rallies the troop, the troops. I think they get a good effort. I think Mertz is 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 this is it. Um, if you if you can't do it in this scenario, then it, it, it's going to be a long one. I do believe in, in Chris getting that team ready to go. I will take Wisconsin minus the one.
0: I'm laying it as well. I love Wisconsin in this game. Um, I'm not sure what happened at halftime last week uh, in Michigan. It was twenty to three. It looked like it was on its way to 41-10 or 41-17. Yeah. And whatever Greg Schiano and his staff did, whatever adjustments they may have made, um, they completely shut down Michigan in the second half. What would Michigan have? 43 yards, I think. Mm-hmm. I think it was McNamara was one of five for seven yards. Uh, like, is that the book? Is it now? Okay, completely sell out for the run because without Ronnie Bell, McNamara can't be the and if that's the case, you're going against a team that has allowed 75 rushing yards all year long. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a, it, they're at home. It's a desperate team. Um, I know Mertz has been terrible uh, turning the ball over. It, it will. But the only team in the country that's allowed fewer defensive touchdowns or offensive touchdowns, rather, I should say, than is Georgia. Yeah. Uh, they had six sacks last week. They dominated that Notre Dame offensive line. They didn't do anything offensively. The, 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 the three non-offensive scores, just a complete awful beat for anybody, by the way, who listened to us and had the under yeah. uh, in, in that game as well. But I am with you. I think this is, this is like my, my, my Lee Corso line. Like, urgency, redemption, Wisconsin, home, <laughs> Badgers win by a field goal than
1: yeah it's not going to be pretty uh but I, I i just i have to do it there with with knowing what's at stake also you know for wisconsin looking ahead what is it it's only one big 10 loss right out of these Wait. yeah they two out of conference yeah, um, it's Penn State loss. and if michigan's gonna win i think it's gonna be because of, of a unit that i really don't think has been tested and that's their defense um they i mean look at the offensives they 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 have faced when you think about Washington, you think about uh, Rutgers, you know, it's, it's teams. Office. listen, I don't have anything against them. I just no. think the numbers, and there's a game coming up where I, I have, you know, teams that have played total opposite kinds of competition that, that we'll get to, which is a reason I like one side, make me a believer, Michigan. That's what it is. That, and, and I trust Mich- uh, Wisconsin in the spot, even though it's been not pretty, I know Michigan fans will have a ton of fun with that one.
0: By the way, I'm looking at it. I just did a little, um, a, a little uh, thing here. Uh, getting back to that Arkansas Georgia game real fast, because when when you were talking about the game, and uh, I, I was looking like the totals, that something popped in my mind about like something about Kirby versus ranked teams and games going under. Uh-huh. If you go back since two thousand January one two thousand nineteen, Georgia eleven games versus ranked teams, either at home or in a neutral site, in your ball or a conference championship game, 11 games, nine of them went over. Went, went under, rather. Nine okay. unders in 11 games. So the tendency is, and for Georgia versus the right opponent, lower scoring. Uh, that, included, right. that includes they've had games that have gone under, by the way, with totals of 45, half, 43 and 47. So if you're worried that 48 might be too low of a total to go under, maybe, uh, maybe uh, reassess that.
1: Other noon early kickoffs, uh, Tennessee, Missouri.
0: I thought this line stunk as well. And stunk okay. in a way, in, in a way that would lead me to to play in Tennessee. Um, because Missouri's rush defense is awful. Brutal. And and that's like one thing that Tennessee can do. Yeah. And if 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 Hooker plays, I think I will like Tennessee in this game. Milton just get him off the field. She shouldn't be. Hooker is the guy. I think he gives them the best opportunity to win. Uh, I know Josh Heupel goes back to Columbia and whatever. That's fine. And, and I know it's a little hard um, backing a, a Tennessee team that, if you look at how they've done recently, um, as an un, as an underdog, going back to the start of last year, zero seven, losing by an average of nineteen points a game. Uh, that's hard. They have been a very Bad underdog. When they've been expected to lose, they lose. But uh, what I've seen from Missouri's defense so far uh, and their inability to stop the run, it would lean me to
1: play in Tennessee here. Okay. Pitt, Georgia Tech. I don't really have any trust in those I'm, teams I'm either.
0: I'm so mad. I, I, I'm so mad at Capri's. How did Capri's lose to Northern Illinois? I don't That's know. Gonna, that is going to torpedo my Northern Illinois win total right there. They beat North Carolina, but they can't beat North Illinois. Perfect. Okay, I'm sorry. 404.
1: 404. It's about the brand. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, you uh, mentioned rowing the boat, going on the road to West Lafayette. Uh, Toledo, UMass also at noon. How How much does Coach P at TCU love the situation he's in Coming in off a loss, getting his <laughs> Texas longhorns in. I can't imagine how fired up he is loving this. Texas minus five, 65 and a half. You can have that game. I I I will I'll I'll be watching it, but I yep. I I just I mean, because if there's ever a chance to start to you know start knocking some pins down, it's knocking down this TCU pin. Yep. But it's gonna be a lot harder than you think. And you could say what you want and go back and look at them scoring 70 last week this this they're going to get all they want from TCU here i feel like
0: oh they are and, and i brought it up because we talked about oklahoma before we talked about kansas state and i threw it out there after the oklahoma game on saturday night and i was like half kidding kind of maybe but is texas the best team in the big 12 i mean i know they i know they lost to arkansas but they i they look like they like you watch them play especially on offense and this isn't like knee-jerk reaction. Oh, they beat the crap out of a terrible Texas Tech team.
1: Is it? No, I don't know. I it's it's a fact. I mean, it's you, you. I mean, who's not a contender in the Big Twelve when you look at it?
0: Kansas. Hmm, they're better. They are better. They are better, but, uh, are better, but I, I still think they're a little, a little, a little uh, underneath that contender uh, line.
1: Yeah. Um, I, because of the defense, I'd still, and knowing that's Lincoln still calling the plays, I still have to go Oklahoma. Um, I know it's it's not an exciting answer. I wonder all. what
0: that number is. I wonder what that number going to be next week.
1: Well, I'm sure a lot has to do with this week yeah. <laughs> and seeing no, they, what we're getting. That's why I'm
0: curious. Yeah. Yeah. No. Two 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 teams that have losable games this week. No doubt. TCU won and covered, six of the last seven, including both times when they were an underdog. And if you go back last 10, 10 games for Texas the week prior to Oklahoma, mm-hmm. just five and just five and five, Ooh. two and eight against the number.
1: And that's what I'm saying. Like there's plenty of people that looked at the slate this week, saw and loved Texas. And there's plenty of people that love TCU and the situation they're getting with Coach And
0: that's – and and John Murray and Chris Andrews and Vinny Ameliulo and all those guys, (laughs) that's what they love. That's what they want.
1: (laughs) No doubt. 2.30 Eastern, your Cincinnati Bearcats are a favorite in South Bend against the Irish, fresh off a win in Chicago against Wisconsin, over under 50 and a half. I have this game circled. It is a pick for me. And there is no going against my (inaudible) Irish my Irish at home as a dog under Brian Kelly, five and two against the spread also straight up. Um, To me, this is about, we'll get to the Cincinnati coaching staff and all that in a second. But I just can't get that effort from Cincinnati out of my head at Indiana because that's they, – they weren't impressed. I know they won by no. 14. And listen, we talked that about at the beginning of the year. They got, they, they got to win these two games what, by all means. But I'm just saying from there, like I was just expecting something different. I was I was expecting more polish. And listen, it was a tough environment. Indiana, that place was rocking that day. I, I, I'm not arguing that fact at all. But then when you factor in the week off – and now more onus on them seeing how they are favored, and there is more expectations. I just didn't like what I saw from them on the road in Indiana. And when you look at Notre Dame, say what you want about that defense against Florida State, it's gotten better and better. You can say Mm -hmm. what you want about the competition it's faced, but there was plenty of capable uh, athletes on the offensives that they were going against. So I talked about Ritter preseason for the Heisman. This is a spot where he has to show it. I just, I just don't think he does. I think Notre Dame's secondary is starting to play a lot better. You saw that with the with the linebacking core that got some, you know, pick sixes to shut that game down. Ritter's completing sixty five percent of his passes. He's got a seven to two touchdown interception rate. I don't think they can create enough consistency offensively against Freeman. And that's where I'll say this: there's going to be plenty of talk about who's on what coaching staff, on what you know, whether it's Cincinnati, whether it's Notre Dame, the previous history of the Notre Dame guys' staff. With Cincinnati, I will say this. If there's a reason Freeman could show his true colors, it's this week. Because no other person knows him better, knows Ritter better than Freeman watching him every day in practice and going against him the past whatever amount of years he's been there. So I like the idea of Notre Dame being an underdog. I like the improvements they've shown. I know the offensive line has not been good. But they kept playing. They bring in a backup quarterback and here's the other deal. I'm going in this, you know, we got to submit these on Wednesday. This is where a scenario I get stuck. I'm going in with the assumption that Cone's going to play. And if he doesn't play, then I'm on the hook for Notre Dame, you know, with a third string quarterback. I get it. It's part of the deal that we have given picks on Wednesday, but I'm expecting Cone to play and I'm going to take Notre Dame. I think they win the game on the field.
0: I hate this game um, <laughs> for the exact reasons that, you're, I, mean, I have zero faith, trust, confidence in the Notre Dame offensive line, mm-hmm. um, especially with the quarterback who's not going to be 100%. Uh, and on the on the other side, the Cincinnati offense yeah. uh, and how they looked uh, against Indiana. Indiana should have put that game away, should have put it to bed in the first half, but they completely imploded and did Indiana things, and Cincinnati mm-hmm. took advantage and wound up winning the game. Um I also wonder, it's a lot of pressure on Cincinnati in this game. They've been hearing uh, about uh, beat Indiana, beat Notre Dame, and you got to play off uh, a possibility. So we, we'll see how they approach. I mean, they, they were favored in Indiana, got a cover, probably shouldn't have favored at Notre Dame, and, 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 we'll, and we'll see what happens. Um, you, you mentioned Notre Dame. Like I said, it, it, each of the last five times they've been a home dog, they've won outright. Yeah. Um, for, first time since 2010. That they've been a home underdog against a non power five team, and in 2010, they, they beat Utah 28 3 when the Utes were uh, still in the Mountain West. So, we'll see what happens. Uh, all the intertwining on the, on the coaching stats a fascinating story, it a is a fascinating game to watch. And I want no part of uh, of betting it.
1: If Cincinnati wins, are they the best group of five?
0: They have a case. I don't know if either one of their wins is still better than Fresno going to the Rose Bowl and beating UCLA,
1: but really. Do you think
0: Notre Dame is better than UCLA? I guess that's what it boils down to. Do I
1: think, think this win, see? I think this win would be better than Fresno going in the Rose Bowl this okay. Because when I look at the long run, and it, this might come up later, with UCLA, they got to go. I mean, people could say what they want about the Pac-12. UCLA's Pac-12 scr- schedule is brutal, brutal. Look
0: at Stanford. Look at Stanford. <laughs> they have to play UCLA last week and take a, yeah. a beating from that running game. Now they got to turn around and face of Oregon
1: a week oh, later. We'll get to that game in a second. Uh, there's also a 230 Eastern game I have circled your Eastern Michigan squad on the road, catching two and a half from Northern Illinois over under 60 and a half. This is what I got. I can't trust NIU. Both teams have been in absolutely chaotic games so far this year. Look at the, listen to this. both teams give up over 400 yards. And both teams average going for over 370 yards. I think Coach Creighton and the Granite travel and win the game against Northern Illinois. I'm got some action here. I'm going Eastern Michigan plus the two and a half against your Northern Illinois squad.
0: Yeah, I, <laughs> my, 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 yeah, right. my 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 Huskies, exactly. My Huskies with an IE. Yeah, I I I will be uh I'll be rooting for Eastern Michigan, that's for sure.
1: Okay.
0: But at least uh, the good thing is maybe that bowling green game is not an automatic win for uh, for NIU or, like I yeah. had assumed. So maybe, maybe hey, we'll Shout out some-
1: to BG, another big dog this week um against Kent State catching 16 and a half.
0: I can see myself being on Eastern Michigan this week. Okay. I could I could I can I can get on board with that.
1: You can give me some good numbers of, for them as a dog in conference play. I know that. You got those on the back of your hand believe, <laughs> when you're right, traveling around. Um, we look at the 330s. Um, and then uh, Florida's at 6 o'clock on the road in Lexington given eight. I have this question for you. Mm-hmm. Plenty of people that stayed up saw Oregon struggle with Arizona. And I it caused me to stay up till 2.30 in the morning. Um I just, you know, people are going to pick it apart. They are ranked number three in the country. And I just thought there was a lot going on there. Um, I don't know how healthy um, the quarterback is. He looked, you know, he didn't, didn't look right. And Arizona, you know, quarterback running all over the place, <laughs> causing problems. And listen, there's no win, or I should say, no lose situation for Arizona. Credit to them for showing up in Eugene in a, in, in a tough atmosphere and covering that number. But I will ask you this. Would you rather give Oregon... Would you rather take Oregon, given eight, at Stanford, or take Florida, given eight, in Lexington?
0: Florida, given eight, in Lexington, I'd, ra- I'd rather lay that. Okay. And that, and that, and that, that kind of goes against what I would have said at the start of the year. Mm. Kentucky's not as good as I thought they would be. Their offense is still really struggling at times. Um, and Stanford has played better since making the quarterback change. I know they got a bunch of injuries, but uh, that feels like a lot of points there. And just hearing the risk, the, the the respect that and how uh, Chip was impressed with Stanford.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, and he came away with a very positive impression of them. Uh, if you hear if you heard him after the game, so yeah, I would, um, I would, I would rather lay the eight with Florida than I would with Oregon.
1: Okay. I, I do think Stan, I mean, they got the skill guys. Uh, you, you know, you mentioned Jones, the running back that's still dinged up, but they got a corner out. They got an offensive guard. That's out this week. Um, so it's a, it's a predicament where I'm interested to see Oregon. Um, Just knowing what they look like last week and knowing what the expectation <laughs> levels is now. Like now I start <laughs> looking at them in the pack 12 and, I, I I wonder if they could run the table. I really do. Um, and like I said, but no no
0: one's done it. No one's done it since trip no. in 2010.
1: Yep. Right? And, and and it's it's just, you know, it, it's, it's what gets in their way every single year. Um, and you know, it's it, it is what it is. Uh, we it's a wait and see. Um, anything more like if you had to take a side in old miss plus 14 and a half, 79 and a half is the number. Would you take the points? Would you lay the points? Would you take other? I'd, lay,
0: I'd, lay, I'd lay the 14 okay. and a half. I'd lay the okay. 14. And a half. I'm curious if it hits 14 or goes below. I, I don't if it does, I think there'd be a pretty quick buyback on, on Bama. I think this is going to stay 14 and a half, and everyone's going to take old Miss plus 14 and a half, and I think they probably will be disappointed, but we'll see.
1: It's a fascinating. Uh, situation knowing that Lane has not stopped on Twitter which he will never stop you, you uh, know
0: and, how you know how yeah it's this week too no doubt
1: that's you that, know you. They, all those tweets are you know wherever the bathrooms are in the facility whether it's the weight room the locker room all that stuff is taped up on the on the stalls and, and all that you know that um we touched on Oklahoma Kansas State Ohio State laying 15 and a half at Sunge thoughts it
0: seems like a common theme as we're kind of going along here and I'm, I'm all these, all these big spreads and, and big matchups, I can really see a lot of people taking, taking the points in all these games mm. with, with the, with, the with, with not being super impressed with these favorites, to, just kind of taking the points So kind of, kind of weird in a sense that usually you uh, the public and people will, tend to play these big-name teams in the role of favorites, but it seems like this week uh, I, I can see the public being more on some of these underdogs. So it could be – this is a dangerous week for someone like me because I usually like to take some of the points in these games, but underdogs might be the uh, the wrong side in a lot of these games. I don't know. Ooh. I'm just thinking um, out loud. I'm just thinking out I loud hear, here. I hear
1: you. Uh, the, the line that smells the worst to me in all the slate um, – is Troy plus seven against South Carolina?
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> I I texted you and I, you know, you were on uh, Louisiana Monroe under one and a half uh, conference win to, uh, wins, yep. and I, I it's a score I didn't. See. I don't think I saw it till Monday, and I'm like, Troy lost, yeah, to yep. Louisiana Monroe, and now they're <laughs> now they're only getting seven at South Carolina, who had a chance to beat undefeated Kentucky last week. Like, this doesn't make any sense to me. And I don't, I, I know it – I, I don't know how you don't lay the seven here with South Carolina.
0: See, I'm on the other side. I like Troy. I'm t- and I'm, I'm going to have Troy in the column.
1: All right. So for, for, the, for, the, for that reason
0: alone. Uh, I mean, it's a South Carolina offense that has really struggled. And look, they were at 20. 20- a twenty-four point. I, I it was one of those like, you're right. I kind of like, I forgot about the game, and I, just kind of <laughs> looked look at the, one of the money line parlays I put in, and I saw like the red, and I'm like, huh? The only game I needed left was Troy, and I'm like, they lost to you on Monroe. Yeah. Um. And by, by the way, uh, great to hear that. Uh, uh, Rich Rod's son is okay. I was a very yeah, scary home. Yeah. Injury injury that that he that and he was very very fortunate and happy to see that. That Rhett's home and feeling better, so that is awesome news um, to hear that he's going to be okay. But um, yeah, that was a, a shocking result last week. But I am going to plead ignorance here and bet the uh, the Trojans plus the seven against South Carolina in a, uh, in a in a bounce back situation. And getting back to the Oregon thing, do you think the Oregon performance last week could have been a little? Okay, we know Arizona's the worst team in the yes, conference. no doubt about we it. We know we're going on the road. And they just kind of
1: slept walk through. No doubt. No doubt about it. Because they come out and they jump up 10-0. It's like, all right, we're good. Um, so, it's – yeah, it's – I mean, will they run the ball against Stanford's defense? That's – I mean, you know Mario wants to do that. Will they? And, and create all the other options. I, I still love Moorhead a heck of a lot uh, calling plays. So, it's it's – Really interesting. Um, as we go down this, do you want any part of Florida State given four and a half? No, <laughs> I, I no, because I have you know I got the question mark next to Syracuse plus four and a half uh, after they helped us out last week, and you know I, I mentioned it. You know the combination of them playing good defense and being able to run the football like that stuff travels mm-hmm. too yep. to Tallahassee. Like I, I I I think Syracuse might end up. In the column. Um,
0: I got a note here for you on the, on okay. the Syracuse game. Again, it's not, it's not a reason to, to bet a game or not. It's only mm-hmm. one game. But I think it's just interesting for the people who are kind of like you, like why is Florida State favorite over Syracuse kind of deal. Uh, it is just the second time uh, there's been a game between two current Power Five teams where a team 0-4 oh, or worse has been favored over a team with a winning record. The other time was 1988. 0 4 Tennessee was three and a half point home favorite over two and one Washington State. Wazoo went to Nealand, won that game 52 24. And a year later, Dennis Erickson was up to Miami.
1: Wow. Um, Look at that nugget.
0: I like, I like looking up historical crap like that. So, uh, right. but it, it uh, that was one of those games last week with Syracuse um, offensively. I still think they're going to have pro- – the quarterback yes. position is is, yes. is a problem. Mm-hmm. Um, it's one of those where if I had to play the game, I probably would lay it. But uh, to be out at dinner with the boys from Wheels Up on Friday night, see that score rolling in, and then by the time I left dinner and got back to the room, the game was tied. And I'm like, what the hell's going on? Yeah. And then to fire up the All-ACC network on the, uh, on the laptop to watch the fourth quarter from the Dome – was uh, we good times, and I'm glad we got the, I'm
1: glad we got can't, the just results I can't believe Hugh didn't kick the field goal.
0: What, I, I, not, I, not only not only that, but what was he doing not calling the timeout? Give your hmm. team at least a chance to get the ball back.
1: Um, Texas Tech uh backup quarterback threw for three hundred against Texas when he came in last week. Uh, Columbi, um, they go to Morgantown, and I gotta say, I'm i i it's exactly what I thought Neil Brown would do at West Virginia: is solidify this team and get them stable. You saw that defense play their asses off in Norman last week. Uh, that close, um, you know, to getting a win on the road, which would have been something you could just, you know, start putting on yeah. walls. Should have won the game. Should have won the uh, game, and they didn't. Uh, now they're giving seven. Uh, you mentioned Green. I'd love to see more of him for West Virginia. Um, it, I just don't trust what West Virginia is going to do off of that game. How much is that a hangover of thinking about we were that close and now we got a team that's going to come over and sling it all over the place. You know, are we ready? Uh, you know, you got to figure they were sort of ready for that kind of you know spread system and going to Norman, but do you get up off the deck and, and show that you're that good? That's, that's, that's a tricky spot. I don't, yeah, I, don't I just don't want to get seven. Yeah. It showed oh, yeah. after
0: the game too. You saw oh, yeah. oh, how much yeah. that one stung and, I, I don't think that was a get back to practice Monday and forget about it. That, no, I, I no. think that one, that one probably lingered for a while because they knew they let one get away.
1: No, but I will say this is, this is Neil Brown special right here. Um, if he, you know, if, if he is what I think he is, he, he gets his team ready and and they take care of business here. It's just that number seven. And that speaks a lot. Um, Nevada's catching six and a half on the blue. Um, I, I, I still don't, Think I know enough about either of those teams.
0: This is one of my plays. Ooh, oh, go! I, I love Nevada here. Okay, I, I think coming off of the the, the being favorite of Kansas State, having a having time off mm-hmm. um, to to kind of get back into the swing of things, Nevada has been an awesome underdog, and I, I know Boise won at Utah State. That was a painful game to watch. I'm um, not sure this Boise offense is uh, going to be able to put up a bunch of points on Nevada. And uh, I, the last seven times, Nevada's been a dog. Uh, they have covered. They have won six of them outright. Um, yeah. So this is, this is a really good role for Wolfpack, two words, and, and Carson Strong. And, and I think this is more of a reputation line uh, than anything else. Uh, it should probably be closer to, to, to four or so, I would think. But I do like that. And I'm going to put a little on the uh, the boys from Reno on the money line as well.
1: All right. Um, Arkansas State's getting. is the
0: same, same team that beat Cal, by the way. So it's, it's yeah. not like they're. They don't, I don't think people need to overreact off of a, a loss to a good Kansas State team.
1: All right. I like it. Big spot there for the Wolfback. Two words. Um, if you've read anything about Georgia Southern, it is pretty eye-opening uh, with the coach getting fired and what happened on the bus going to the game this past week. Um, and now they're favored against Arkansas State. That doesn't make any sense to me. That's uh, staying away for, for me. Yeah, totally. Our, our roadrunners are giving 21 to UNLV. You don't want no part yeah. of that. Don't want any yeah. part of that uh another team that helped us out last week for me air force you, do you
0: have do you have one of those two one zero hats by the way you can say yes you can be honest you can say yes if you do yes i do okay
1: that's a got sweet our, lid. got our shirts in the mail and everything uh, we'll have our hour.
0: Hour yours you got your shirts in the mail
1: well they said the big guy because the big guy gave out uh utsa also and uh Coach Traylor appreciates the love that that Scott's uh, given the Roadrunners uh, from okay. a national perspective. So we got some, got we got some, we got some swag sent. Um, I got, I got nothing. We'll get you some. Don't worry about okay. it. Uh, Air Force uh, looked great last week um, and that went against FAU, but now they're giving ten and a half on the road. I don't want any part of giving double digits. Mississippi State catching seven in College Station. Ah, yeah thoughts?
0: A&M can't throw the ball. They cannot. They have zero passing offense right now. I, did. I It's what a terrible spot for, for A&M. Mm-hmm. spot. Coming off of a loss where you can't do anything on offense against Arkansas. Now you got you come back and your fans are pissed off and, and you got Alabama next week. And you gotta face a Mississippi State team that just lost to, to LSU. I mean, another, that was another weird game. Like the box score, like statistically, they dominated the game or had an advantage, but like didn't lost by a field goal. And very thankful for that two point conversion late, as I bought the two and a half up to a three that worked out well. Thank you very much. But uh, and, and now you gotta and now you gotta face that for sixty minutes. I don't know, man. That's a that's a bad, 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 bad spot. do uh, I would. I would. I. I can see myself by the time I put pen to paper in that column later this afternoon by uh, being right. on the all, being on the bully, bullies plus the uh, plus the seven.
1: Okay. Um. Probably the third highest profile game in the Big Twelve is the game between the two undefeated teams, and that's Baylor plus three and a half at Stillwater. Um, it's a wait and see for me because I still need you to see more it. from these teams. Yeah. Um, moving on, I do have a pick here, and this is Liberty at UAB. UAB minus one and a half, and the over under is fifty. Couple things here. UAB is opening their brand new stadium, Protective Stadium, about forty five thousand. Yep. Beautiful downtown Birmingham. We're gonna get to see the UAB marching Blazers before the game. We're gonna raise the championship. Banner for the Conference USA title of UAB last year. And when I look at this game, Bear, it's just down to the quality of opponents. UAB, like when you, when, when you do a head-to-head or a blind resume of, of these two teams, when you look at total offense and rush yards and yards given up, look at who UAB has played and look who Liberty has played. I'll take Bill Clark. I'll take UAB here in this spot and lay the one and a half against Liberty.
0: Uh, I would tend to lean that way as well. Uh, okay. uh, I, 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 well. Johnson, I think has had some injury issues too. So yeah, he was, he's out. He's Dylan Hopkins.
1: Play. Dylan yeah. Hopkins is in. Yeah. Uh, played great last week uh, against Tulane. Uh, McBride, the running backs, he's over for you know three hundred for the year. Also, yep. yeah, um, they like so, they,
0: they, think, they think he could be the best player they've ever had in the program.
1: I, I just I like UAB on both sides of the line of scrimmage too. After watching Liberty against Syracuse. Um, so I, I like UAB in this spot with the scenario, a lot of emotion in that building. Um, it's a, it's, it's a good spot for UAB and I want to get behind it, uh, with Liberty coming off that loss. I think it showed some holes. Um, I think it's pretty obvious Liberty is not as good as they were last year. And I, they were a team that I had circled this year of saying, huh. And you look at the schedule and you saw the Syracuse game. Maybe they win that. Could they be undefeated all the way when they go down to Oxford late in the year? That's enough. Uh, because they lost plenty on the roster., uh, but it should be a good game. um there'll be a lot going on in that one. Um, Indiana's catching twelve in happy Valley.
0: that number uh, I think that number is gonna I, I, if if you want to take Indiana in that game
1: wait. Uh, I might
0: wait that, I think okay. that number is gonna hit
1: thirteen. all right um, so th- I, think,
0: I think I think there's gonna be a lot of uh, Revenge from last year, the way the game ended, Indiana sneaking by oh. Western Kentucky last week. Like, I, 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 can, I can see this number going up since this might, this might be a week you want to take the Hoosiers if that number hits 13 or 13 and a half. I'd I, I wait it out a bit uh, and, and see, but it looks like that's the direction we're heading
1: I'll tell you right now, if this is a 10 point game late, you know Jimmy Franklin's going to (laughs) punch one in late. I'll just just say that. Uh, You know that's coming. You mentioned last year, and you know how he likes to put it on people if he can. Western Kentucky plus 10 and a half against Sparty. If Nebraska Nebraska didn't cover last week, we were going to have a lot of problems. Uh, And I know everybody that had Michigan State is wondering why they kicked the field goal. You should have never Stop been in that it. scenario.
0: Stop it! You were never. They didn't have the the first right down, side. right? In the second half, they didn't have a first down in the second half. You were never the right side in that game ever for a second ever.
1: Ever. Shut up! Be quiet. Take that, McElroy.
0: Oh, he is he complaining? I know.
1: No, I know he, he gave no, out he gave Michigan, Michigan State. State. He loves Michigan State. Um, I,
0: look, they're, they're better. They're improved, but at the same time, it, it, offensively they they got issues.
1: I really want to see what they end up in the Big Ten. I, I'm, I'm dying so to I. see it.
0: I think I'm going to. I think I'm going to take Western Kentucky. This week,
1: by the way, high ranked offense.
0: Last last 14 home games, the home favorite for Michigan State, one in 13 against the number, with four outright losses, and it should have been five.
1: Mm. Interesting hilltoppers. Uh, be on the lookout.
0: That's actually These- a good. That's actually a good spot for, for Western Kentucky this week, too. Uh, I, I think coming off of a game against a Big Ten team, you could, you, were, you were in it, mm-hmm. and, and you, you could have won, and you get to come right back and face another team, that caliber of competition to kind of prove to yourself uh, we get another chance of doing it this time it's on the road. So I, I think it's a good situation for Western Kentucky. I, I could see myself
1: taking the, uh, the toppers plus the 11. B.C., Plus 16 at Clemson.
0: Everyone, have you heard one of our favorite slogan mottos or sentences? Have you heard anybody mutter the, mutter the term, I like Clemson minus 16 this week? Has anybody said that?
1: No. Okay. All right. Shout out to all the people that had Clemson to, co- to close three team teasers last week, too. Sorry about <laughs> that. The UConn Huskies plus 14 and a half in Nashville. I am going to be tuning into that game. I need to see it just because of what's at stake as Vandy as a double-digit favorite in that game. (laughs) Thank you, Nebraska, for covering, but I don't want to give 11 with you that we're getting to that stage where Northwestern is going to be. 12 now, too. Oof. Um, Auburn, plus three and a half. At LSU, 54 and a half is the total. We, there we, is, learned,
0: we learned a lot about Auburn last
1: week. There is, and that's that's what I was going to say. This is. This feels like a real deep issue going on in that program. Um, we saw the stuff with Bo Nix getting benched and where he was as his team's rallying to try and win a game. Um, I think you saw a lot of, of what Auburn really has up front offensively and I think about, I know they went to Happy Valley, but now you, you you couple that with a loss in Happy Valley, a hangover win against Georgia State, which should have never happened because that third down catch was not a catch. I can't believe it was confirmed a catch. God, then, awful. Awful. Um, and now you bring in Tiger Stadium at night on a Saturday. I've seen plenty of people get swallowed up in this atmosphere, which I, I I don't trust LSU, but I do think about giving them in this situation because they got guys on that defensive line um, that can get after whoever's that quarterback uh, for Auburn. And I just worry about the psyche of Auburn in this spot. Um, hearing about how they haven't won there since, what, 98 or 99? This is
0: it. Uh, I, I think it's 99. I think it's 99, I think. Okay. I'm not sure. I'm 100%
1: certain. Um, but, but it's yeah, – and,
0: and you, Yeah, you got to wonder too though. Like, Finley, if he plays going I, back there, if he throw Bo Nix in there, like what's going to happen? Didn't he play in the LSU spring game? Yeah. I'm yeah. I mean, I like,
1: certainly did. Like, see, I think – I don't see how you start. Like this is it for Bo Nix. Like show me right here that you got – like this is, this is it. And then you bring Finley in. I don't see how you start Finley in this situation with all that, with all that previous stuff. Uh, fine. Bring him in. If, 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 Nick struggles and then you go from there, but I just, I can't see it um, starting him, but Hey, that's why Harson's getting paid the and big bucks.
0: L- L- LSU got that win last week. Kind of, uh, it was, a, it was a game where the season could have gone south. they yep. left at that rally. They played well enough to win. Good for Max Johnson. And, 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 and you know what? They might be this is probably gonna sacrilege to say this, but they might be better off if, if Stingley just doesn't play. Mm. I mean
1: I, yeah. valid point. They were
0: they were a terrible pass defense last year. Mm-hmm. He, he was he did not play well against UCLA. Um, I hope he's okay. And, and yeah. if he if he's healthy, if he's healthy and he, and he can play, that that's great, but I don't know. They, they, they seem like they did their better job last week with a lot of the younger guys out there.
1: Um, we'll see. I can yeah. see
0: myself being on LSU here.
1: I really like Max Johnson. I, I think a lot of the kid. he's a tough kid, um, hangs in the pocket. And, yeah, they were fortunate. They made the most of their opportunities. But that's what you got to do on the road. You get turnovers, <laughs> you got to score off them. You run a pass play and two defenders run into each other, you got to score <laughs> on that play. Uh, and LSU did that. So, um, yeah, I, I had LSU circled from the get uh, before the lines came out because I just wanted to see it knowing what I saw from Auburn last week because I was watching that game, and it, it it's just not pretty um, right now. Um, shout out to the Beavers at Corvallis going down to the Coliseum and getting a win and and, and for the oh, first ah. time since 1960. So happy for them, man. Um, I know a
0: lot of people that had them on the money line last week, a ton of people I know. I texted me throughout the week saying they were take an Oregon state money line. So congrats to them.
1: They are, they are more than formidable on offense. Um, they got some guys there and, and the quarterbacks playing really well. Uh, but now is the spot where you have to win again, Oregon state. You have to win this game at home against Washington. Um, if I, if I have to pick this game in an office for some, I'm taking the Beavers. I I, I do believe in them. Uh, Nolan, the quarterback, has been really impressive. And Washington, I, I just, I stayed up to watch the end of that Cal game, and Jesus Cal, oh my lord! What do you think of Arizona State going on the road? I don't like them. Me neither.
0: I, I, I think, I think Chip feels pretty good about his team right now. And that was a, it was a really nice win to, 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 to beat Stanford uh, last week on the road. Um, DTR I'm guessing is going to be
1: okay I, I practice Monday
0: yeah he practiced Monday and uh, I don't I don't ask him about those things because I know he's not going to tell him I don't want to put myself in a position to, nope to, uh, to to be in that spot so I don't I, I talked about we talked about the Pennsylvania Derby and college football in general and uh, <laughs> I, don't, I don't, I did not ask him some specifics about his team but but I think he feels pretty good um about his team and and Arizona State I just something and I think I brought it up with you earlier this year about how when ASU wasn't ranked in the preseason Mm
1: -hmm. and I was like
0: wow Arizona State and the number of people that either sent me a DM or a text or an email and like dude ASU leadership terrible I hate Daniels it was like whoa and uh they might have been right. I mean, you look at how they've been this year. I mean, UCLA's handled them the last couple of years. Daniel's got three picks. He's right in the middle of the Pac-12 in terms of QBR. Now, they weren't necessarily great in their wins against what Southern Utah, UNLV, and, and Colorado. Colorado. Yeah, I I don't know. By the way, yep. what about what that was a that was a beautiful ending. Yeah, I'm going to – I just want get, to get it within a uh, three-score game. Field goal. Field goal, 35-10 30, 30, field goal.
1: It's amazing. Fresno State on the island, given 10. I want to blame Fresno State for also costing me a couple hours of sleep for having to stay up to watch that UNLV game. For how, predict- total, how
0: predictable was that?
1: Total hangover spot. Yeah. Um, There was also a review in that game. I don't know how they called it a touchdown when it shouldn't be, but Hayner does it again. Um, So I I better not be up for that game on the island Saturday (laughs) night. All right. I think it's time for the Big Mike Happy Recap. Big Mike Happy Recap.
0: Big Mike Happy Recap is presented by Allstate. Save money like a champion with Allstate's new lower auto rates. Visit Allstate.com or call an agent for a quote today. Championship savings for the win.
1: I will go Wisconsin minus one. Notre Dame plus two and a half. Eastern Michigan plus two and a half. UAB minus one and a half. LSU minus three and a half. You, sir.
0: Give me Wisconsin minus the one. Nevada plus six and a half. Mississippi State plus seven, Western Kentucky plus eleven. I mm. know Michigan. Michigan State's going to burn me this week. I know this will be the week that they win by they win by 14 there It'll be another. We'll get another tuba factor. They're, they're like mm. they're like Notre Dame Willingham era. Tuba fall bounces off the tuba into a receiver's hands, score a touchdown. That's whatever whatever they need they get. This will be the week they burn me. Um, that's the funny thing. Michigan State fans are like on me. Like, for what? I picked you against Miami and you won, and I picked Nebraska last week, and they covered and should have won. But uh, give me Troy plus the seven, South Mm. Carolina. Give me LSU minus three and a half against Auburn. And after hearing the way Cal lost that game last week, I might go Cal minus seven and a half against a bad y team.
1: Okay. Very good. I'm still angry that Clemson is ranked with two losses. More on that next week. Bear, take us away.
0: You don't think they're one of the 20, 25 best teams in the country?
1: Give me one thing that shows <laughs> me they won. One anecdote, want- one stat, one anything. There's no way they should be ranked. Oh, we've, one we've played four games. What? We've played four games. They lost two. You're not in the top
0: 25. No, no, They, they, they shouldn't. And I wanted to wind you up on this, but, but, but I didn't. You kind of you had the throwaway line in there. Um, The same time though, they're two and three in their last five games. Uh, Going back to the and you got a win over FCS South Carolina State and a six point win over Georgia Tech as a 27 and a half point favorite. They're five and 12 against the number uh, beginning with the 2019 national championship game.
1: Keep ranking them. There, (laughs) take us away.
0: Less you bet, the more you lose when you win. 10 seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing your relationships, your skills, your customer base? How about businesses on Shopify?